The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and I appreciate greatly that you have taken the time to listen to this show. I promise to make it worth your effort. Uh, this show is brought to you by Million Kids, that is M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids, because more than one million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. The title of this show is Where Do Naked Photos Go When You Hit Send? I, I like that idea because, as many of you know, we are in the process of making a documentary uh, about that very subject. And one of the reasons that I wanted to do that is that for the past 10 years, I have been out um, amongst the world educating both parents and teenagers and law enforcement and anybody else who will listen all about sex trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography. And it is changing dramatically. And so I've learned a lot about that. And as we're preparing for this movie, and uh, we've already started the filming of it, uh, and I thank each and every one of you that supported this work uh, financially. We're not through yet, by the way. We're going to need more because when we get into the distribution. But You know, it has been a labor of love. And one of the things that I think is so important is understanding how teenagers perceive naked photos and sexting and like that. Now, the truth is they don't a lot. I mean, uh, there's the typical kind of thing that happens in teenagers. Uh, When you're a teenager, you're going to experiment. It is... uh, the way we are all wired. And so don't go be getting holier than now. You did it too, okay, when you were growing up. And that is how it is. People tell you, don't do this. And that's the first thing you're going to do is go out and try that out to see why. Because you think it won't apply for you. Over and over and over when I work with teenagers and, and I work with parents, it becomes absolutely apparent that kids will believe it can't happen to them, that they're either going to be too smart, they're going to be able to recognize if they're being, um, uh, what's that term I forgot now, uh, hacked. No, uh, I can't think of the term right now. But when they, they think they're going to be uh, recognized when somebody is out to deceive them. But it doesn't work that way. And that is because teenagers, number one, first don't understand their own emotions And two, they don't understand how the internet is made. And so one of the things that I have found over my last 10 years is that our society owes it to this generation to teach them where naked photos go when they hit sin. When I talk in schools and I explain that to kids, they will come up to me. I remember one little girl, she's like terrified and she's saying, can they get Snapchat? Yes, absolutely, they can get Snapchat. 
You know, one girl said, gee, I wish I'd known this like a month ago. I think she would have made a different decision. One little girl said, uh, young lady, said, uh, you know, I'm really worried about my 10-year-old sister. Mom and dad let her do anything on TikTok. They wouldn't let me do that, and she's going to get in trouble. So I find that most kids want to be leaders, but they also are somewhat naive, and they're probably tricked by their own hormones, as we all are. You know, those teenage years is when you're starting to find out who you are. You start to experiment with your own sexuality. You you try to, you know, you stand in front of a, a mirror and you're wondering if you, you know, if, you're, if your butt's okay and, uh, you know, if your hairs are right and if your breasts look okay. And, and uh, you try on all kinds of clothes to try that out. And so you will experiment. But what happens here is that, Uh, we now have mixed this with social media and not just social media, but advanced technologies that will absolutely change everything. And that is why this discussion on where do naked photos go when you hit send is so important. You see, in the past, we, everybody, you know, I have to tell you, sooner or later, you got the, I'll show you mine if you'll show me yours kind of thing going on. And there, this is kind of the electronic version of that. And if it were just limited to that, we would have a lot less kids violated. But what kids don't seem to understand is how the Internet is made and how it is being used by bad guys. You know, it's a, it's a unique phenomena that we put our children on the World Wide Web, and we do not explain how it's made And also where they go, where naked photos go, and who is trying to get them, and what are they doing to get your naked photo. You know, when you you get on the internet, you have a tendency to think that only what you want to think and see what you want to see. And it's very easy to get tunnel vision and not be able to see all that is really taking place out there. And you add to it a generation of adults who know very little about technology compared to their children. That allows that child to experiment. The problem with it is, is the first problem is, is understanding how the Internet is made. If you think of the Internet as a bucket of water, the, the whole Internet that most of us function in is only 3 to 4% of the entire global internet and that is one of those situations where we can find each other and we can build rapport and like that but most of us understand that we can't verify who's on the other end so you know we all have taught our kids you know be careful on that thing you don't know who you're talking to and like that but the nature of the internet allows you to create your own fantasies And fantasies often will overcome what is really going on on the other end. And so what will happen there is that you meet someone, they convince you that it's real, and you fall in love and you get your own fantasy and you send that photo. And you believe that that photo is going to the person that you believe is on the other end. 
And you take about various ways to, to do that. Now, if some creep just comes on to you and they want your naked photo, you're smart enough not to send that, okay? And you feel pretty good about yourself. But once you start to get that fantasy relationship going, you will send that photo. By the way, it isn't just kids. Adults do this too on adult dating sites. And uh, they fall in love and they they start one of these adult uh, fantasies going. Uh, Many a marriage has been ruined because they've met on the internet and they get a fantasy and they, they get involved in there and it turns out that that person has nothing to do with the reality of of the of the real person so you can have a, a couple say teenagers let's say they're 15 16 years old they think they've got the real deal going between them they are a little more mature you know 13 year olds are more willing to take some chances because they're naive and they don't understand but when you get to be 14 15 16 it, it is somewhat expected now in our society that you're engaging and in, in sharing a naked photo. I had one young lady tell me in a high school, well, they won't go out with you if you don't send them a naked photo first. Well, what kind of date are you going to have if they've already seen everything you got? Okay, that's the first question I have uh, on there. But it also makes a huge statement about that person's self-worth that they think that that's what they have to do to get a date, that they think that they're not valuable enough that somebody would date them unless they already go for the full reveal. And so what will often happen is a couple will get together and then they take photos of it and they hand it to each other or they don't actually do that. They send it through the phone and they think that it is absolutely private. What I want kids to understand is once you take that naked photo, you are giving up your freedom forever because what will happen oftentimes is you break up and the other person has that photo and you don't know really what they're going to do with it. And once it's sent out there, whether it's to someone you've trusted or just anyone out there that you've met on the internet, you will always have self-doubt. Because what if that photo comes back? You know, the nature of the internet is nothing ever goes away. It is not hard when you Google something to get an article from 2012. In fact, when I was doing research for this show, many of the articles are too old for me to use. All about uh, sexting and how it's a phenomenon like that. And I'm looking at it and it's 2014. I'm like, that's six years ago. That is not relevant today. And the same kind of thing takes place once you've sent that naked photo, you have no control where it goes and how long it's there and who all sees it. And you, as you mature, become aware of that and it nags at you. Oh my gosh, what if my employer sees that? What if my old boyfriend shows it out and puts it out on a, on a dating site just for the kick of it? What if it ends up in one of those global child pornography rings and pedophiles start to reach me? And as you mature and you understand how technology works, you become aware that the photos have GPS and that if it's a pedophile, a person who who violates young people, 
that they know how to do that GPS and find out where that, that video or movie was made. And oftentimes they can contact you. The nature of the um, social media that's taking place today actually makes that contact immediate and very possible. As you now move into live streaming, all of our kids that are out there that are twerking and carrying on and and stripping and doing all kinds of things on TikTok Thought, T-H-O-T, you know, that is tied back to your mobile phone. So all a pedophile has to do is follow TikTok Thought, get those photos, connect back to you and hook up with you, and they can begin to blackmail you. At first, it won't look like blackmail. At first, you'll look like you've won the lottery and you think you're going to be famous in a movie. And then they're telling you, send me more photos and I'll make you famous. And that's when it all begins. My name is Opal Singleton, and this show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. And we're going to go deep into where do naked photos go when you hit send, and why are these kids doing this? So we're going to ask you, stay with us. We're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. 
Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about where do naked photos go when you hit sin. So what I want to share with you is to get a vision of all the possibilities. And this is what teenagers are unable to visualize. And quite frankly, many parents are naive about this also. So it's important to understand. This is going to take us into a discussion about... uh, literally uh, child pornography, sextortion, the dark net, and even bulletproof hosting. So what happens here is that we all live in the clear web, okay? It's about 4% of the total internet. And what happens in that, and, and if it were just limited to that, this discussion would be a whole lot easier. Because girl meets boy, boy meets girl, they take naked photos, they send them to each other, they break up, and then you ask for them back, please don't put them out there. And that's as far as most teenagers are allowed to allow themselves to visualize what is happening. But what happens is once a photo is on the Internet, it can be intercepted. You know, there is nothing private on the Internet, nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, pedophiles are, are constantly searching through the Internet to intercept photos that they can share. When you get into pedophilia and understanding why somebody wants a naked photo and where they go, this is the subject that most teenagers uh, never get to hear about unless somebody like ourselves can make a movie about it so they understand. What happens in pedophilia is people who prefer uh, uh, sexual images, sexual encounter with young people, minors. It can be a two-year-old. It can be an infant. Uh, 
It can be a seven-year-old. It can be boys. It can be girls. It can be 13-year-old teenagers um, that they like to torment and, um, and make the most of. And then some people have fetishes for 16-year-old boys, and, and they look for it as a relationship, and that's how they're looking at it. Or 16, 17-year-old girls that they can absolutely, uh, you know, dominate, control, and destroy their lives. So uh, most of us don't want our children to be exposed to that. And so we protect our children from the fact that that is how it all works. But we cannot, as a society, continue to protect our children from it because we are putting seven years old on the World Wide Web. And they're very good with technology. But to put a seven-year-old on the World Wide Web without explaining to them about pedophilia and how they will trick a young person just really is not fair. These people historically, I'm talking about pedophiles, historically have kind of stayed to themselves, stayed in the shadows and like that. But with the onset of VPN, virtual private networks and uh, bulletproof hosting, and with the onset of the dark net, these people have learned that there is an entire society out there that thinks that what they do is absolutely normal and they embrace each other. They have ways of identifying each other on the internet. Sometimes it's artwork hidden inside a, a particular um, website that will trigger that that they, they have a preference for one or the other. It is a unique phenomenon. I can't even imagine two, two guys standing around at a dinner party going, hey, I'm into violating four-year-old girls. How about you? I can't even imagine that. But the World Wide Web has changed that. And so they find each other. And they don't just find each other, okay? They begin to form a inclusionary organization. It is often a loose net organization. But what they will do is in the, in the clear web, that is the surface web where we live, that 4%, we find each other with search engines and Google and Bing and Chrome and all of those. But when you start to go into, for instance, the dark net, you need a legitimate address And you often need the password or a code to be able to get in because these people are forming communities where they're allowing you in once they know you're of their ilk, of their kind, that they can trust you, that you are not a cop. And so they will let you into the first inner circle, but there may be deeper and other sub-circles. And it's a unique kind of thing that is taking place with pedophilia because suddenly they believe all that they're doing is okay. Uh, They actually get into competition on who can have the most photos. And this is why the discussion with a teenager about where naked photos go when you hit send and why somebody who you've never met wants your naked photo. Because what happens is these pedophiles, uh, they get into, for lack of a better Christian term, I guess, is they get into a pissing contest, okay? They, they start to compete. Who can get the most photos? 
some of these databases they found, they found uh, three of them in uh, Europe. One was uh, Sweden, no, let's see, uh, Norway and uh, Scotland, and I forgot, Ireland, I think, was the other one. They had 30 million images of violated children in there. 30 million. That is not images. That's 30 million children who were violated and had their image taken. So what does that tell you? When you recognize that a pedophile is so compulsive that if you already have a million, why collect a million and a half? Why collect two million? Who can go through two million of any kind of photo, even if it's dogs and cats? You can't. But you began to get obsessive compulsive with this. And you're also uh, feeling a sense of inclusion, acceptance, camaraderie. It normalizes it. And it drives you on. And like many obsessions, it takes you over. These pedophiles make all kinds of mistakes. And who is a pedophile that wants these photos? It's any kind of person. I study child pornography. I don't look at the pornography. I've seen it once, so that was one too many times. I saw it by accident. But when you study who these people are, some of them are doctors or pastors or military or cops. Some of them are ditch diggers and some of them are unemployed. They are anybody and everybody. And in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, you don't have to agree with it, but it seems like they're getting younger and younger. I have uh, done a lot of study of this. I've heard a lot of of, uh, experts talk. Some experts from Europe believe that you're going to know that you're a pedophile by the time you're 15, that you prefer sex with children. And you, you pretty well start to understand by that time what kind of fetish it is. One of the things that I had noticed up until a couple of years ago, they were averaging age of about 45 to maybe 65, 70. Now they were outliers there, 32 and 85, okay? But for the most part, they were running around that age. What I'm seeing in the last year is a lot of young people, 18, 19, 22, 23. And I don't know if it's because they've gotten in these circles and starting to find inclusion younger, or if, in fact, you have all of this animated video game character pornography and video game pornography that gets young people addicted to pornography at a very young age. It's all part of the gaming community. And by its very nature, you are sharing that in a chat room with someone else. You're both seeing the same pornography and you're talking about it. And so it normalizes the act. So is it possible that pedophiles are coming out to the public much younger? I don't know, but these are people by the th- millions. They found uh, Welcome to Video over in uh, in uh, Korea, South Korea, and you think, well, what's that got to do with us over here in the U.S.? It had a million paid subscribers, okay? You, you bought into it. You got into the dark web, and you joined this. You had to violate a child every week and send off photos of that child being violated so that they could see you're not Photoshopping it. 
And you were included in there with your subscription. And they changed the codes regularly to make sure who it was. Many of the people that are being discovered in those rings, and we're going to talk about how that works because this is about where naked photos go, many of those people are right here in my community, right here in Southern California that are being arrested. You see, once they find the subscription and they see the photos you have and see where those photos are going, they're renting the IP addresses and coming right back to your house and arresting you, and you're off to prison for 20 or 30 years on many of these cases. So what is happening is they have building large-scale, more than a million members, And they're exchanging millions of photos. Where do they get those photos? They're not violating all those kids themselves. No, they're forming large-scale groups where they're tricking kids into sending a naked photo. And that is where your naked photo is going to end up. We're going to go deep into this in the next section, but we are up against a break. So I'm going to ask you to stay with us, and we'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. 
If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about where naked photos go when you hit sin. So what I'm describing to you is this great underground uh, business that goes on that involves photos of children under the age of 18 that are illicit or naked photos. So basically, oftentimes, now, not all photos go there, but think about what it takes to keep these guys happy. There's more than a million people just in one ring, and that ring isn't unique, by the way. There was, uh, there was uh, the, uh, I can't think of it now, the Chase, um, I can't think of the name of that particular ring, but had 215,000 members. Another one had over 600,000 members. These are members who have massive libraries. So what I want you to see is that it takes a huge amount of material of children being molested to keep these guys happy. Now, one of the things that we often watch and research is how is this going to be affected by advanced technology? In other words, now that you can live stream, now that all our kids are out there twerking on TikTok, are they uh, are they going to watch a live stream and then delete it so they have less chance of being caught? I mean, if you if you have a million uh, photos, you're going to pay a, a big price in the penitentiary if they catch you. So, is it possible as we get into live streaming that they will just enjoy the moment and delete so that they do not have such a chance of getting caught? We believe the obsessive compulsive nature of this means that they will keep it because they uh, it's insatiable, okay? They cannot be satisfied. Uh, these are people who normally, I mean, I, I've seen case after case where the people are uh, somebody who's uh, an IT expert or a pedo- uh, excuse me, a, a pediatrician. And they know better, but they end up actually placing the photos on the company computer or um, in areas where they get caught. And at that point, their lives are changed forever. But what if with new technology, they no longer keep the photo? I don't know about that. But how does this work? They will intercept photos. And yes, photos can be intercepted. When I talk to kids, I explain to them that it is the World Wide Web, not the U.S. Web, and nothing could be more uh, open to the public and less private. In fact, governments all over the world, including the U.S. government, use all kinds of technology to comb through the Internet day and night to try to locate the image of a naked or uh, sexual photo of a teenager and remove it from the World Wide Web. The last I heard, it was over 300 million that they had found uh, just in the United States alone. So they need to know that even if it's private, it's not legal to be sending those photos. And if they see that, if an app owner, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of those people comb through those sites because they don't want illicit material on their site. 
At the same time, you have people who are pedophiles using virtual private network. That is encryption so that they can't break that encryption and see that it's a, a child's naked photo. And that is how it ends up in the dark web. What is happening now is the government is actually uh, getting good at at uh, scraping, they call it, through the dark web, and they're finding more and more of these sites, and they're able to penetrate them by by going undercover and like that. It takes a long time to do it, and they're starting to find these sites. So what is happening is it's kind of like cockroaches when the light comes on, okay? What is happening now is many of these pedophiles are leaving the dark net and they're going into called bulletproof hosting. Bulletproof hosting is um, a very, very hard to penetrate hosting site in one of these offshore countries like Belize or Malaysia or um Albania, uh, Romania, Romania, those areas where the the data privacy laws are not so strict and they don't care what is taking place. And they call it bulletproof hosting because they try to make it bulletproof. In other words, it's harder than heck to penetrate and get on. So this is where they then take in all of this webcam sex, uh, child pornography sites, uh, all kinds of, you know, S&M and, and uh, hacking and uh, illicit goods and things like that that take place on the Internet. They will go to one of these sites that that offers out basically impenetrable uh, access and you pay dearly for that, but you also have less chance of getting caught. My point is that this is all very organized. The same thing is happening. How do you get a million photos? You can't go out there and get a million people to send you a photo. You don't have enough time in your life. So what happens is, is that pedophiles get together and they form sextortion rings, okay? We call these crowdsourcing. Uh, I have I talk about one particular ring, unique, in that at least three of them look like brothers. But they had never met. They were from all over the United States and Canada. And their whole thing was they gave themselves names, and their whole thing is to trick kids into sending photos. And so they actually, depending on how the kid responded, was which one of those guys responded. And they had a great time doing it as they laughed while they destroyed teenage lives all over the world. They had tens of thousands of victims, and not one of those teenagers knew that they were talking to nine different guys. And they sell those photos out. So you want to know where a naked photo goes when you hit send. Well, oftentimes it looks like a relationship to you. And we go back to this whole idea that I wrote in my book, Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. The kid gets on there, they fall in love, they think they're hot, they think they're going to be a movie star, or they twerk and they dance and they, they you know, dry hump and do all the stuff they do on, on TikTok or Bite. And those pedophiles sign up for those sites. On a mass audience live streaming like TikTok, all they have to do is send a text back to the kids saying, wow, you are really hot. 
meet me on Instagram, let's talk. And the kid's all excited because they've been discovered. They're going to be the next Beyonce or J-Lo or, you know, Katy Perry or somebody. And so off they go sending more photos. Those photos go in a direct pipeline where they're sold into those child pornography rings. And so it can take all kinds of forms with young people. I, when I share this with kids, they go, oh, my God, nobody ever told me that. Well, it's time to tell them, and that's why we're doing a documentary, folks. I want our kids to understand exactly how all of this works because our kids are doing this as they're going through puberty, as they're looking to get confidence and, and feelings of strong self-esteem. They are giving all of that away once they send a naked photo because even if they never get blackmailed, even if it never shows up in one of those child porn rings, even if they're not contacted by a thousand pedophiles wanting money and wanting more photos, they will always wonder where that photo is and will it pop up. And especially one day when they meet Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright, okay, and they think, what if they see that photo of me and this other person getting it on? What if my in-laws see it and recognize me or my pastor or my grandma? What if when I apply for college, that image shows up and I can't get in or apply to go in the military and it won't let me in? And what they understand is it's a one-way street. Once that photo is sent, their lives have changed forever and they are the ones that made that decision to do it. But it's an uninformed decision. And I believe that it is inherent and important for school officials, for parents, for teachers, for everyone to explain how the Internet is made and where photos go and why you cannot get them back. And yes, how Snapchat works. And yes, they can intercept Snapchat. They can. Ten seconds is a long time if you're working with someone who's playing a game on the Internet. They can intercept that and duplicate it and pass it around. They, they can and they will. And so there are many ways that this can go wrong in a naked photo. There, there are many places it can go. Just imagine this, you're a 15-year-old kid talking in a, in a video game chat room to some gorgeous little chick that's on there, and you send a naked photo, and suddenly you have 300 pedophiles contacting you. They want money. They want more photos. By the way, they want a photo of you and your little sister because video games have live streaming in them and they can see your family that's operating in the background as you're playing your video game. They threaten to ruin you at school. They threaten to tell the parents. And your life will change forever. In some cases, some kids commit suicide or attempt it. Or they cut or they can't sleep or they run away. And their lives are changed forever, and they can't tell anyone. It is important that we tell kids where naked photos go when they hit send before 
they hit send. This is Opal Singleton, and we're up against this break. Stay with us. One last section, and then we'll close it out. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now... 
back to exploiting crimes against humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. So we've been talking about where the photos go when you hit send. One of the things that I've done in my show prep and my research, and I've done tens of thousands of hours of research, I always like to look at it from the standpoint of how the teenager perceives it. It's one thing for all of us to set back and pass judgment for kids and thou shall not and oh my God, be careful out there and like that. But it was fascinating because I know when I work with teenagers, most of them do not want to be violated, and most of them want to be leaders, but they are looking to us to empower them to do that. I was reading one of the uh, young people said, uh, teenage is the most critical point of life. I am not an expert. I'm expressing my feelings as a teenager. I can understand the temptations and sensations of teenagers at the start of teenage, perhaps. It is puberty that affects you. Your body starts changing, and most of the time you love the changes. You look in the mirror, and you admire your boobs or your butt and think, I look good. And it's nice to see yourself in the mirror wearing uh, adult clothes and like that. And perhaps you're tempted to show it to others, but obviously your values stop you. I read this particular one because I really liked the attitude. It said, in my case, moral and religious values succeeded in stopping me. So here's another kid, a young man who's 16. So I got into trouble with my parents for sending and getting nudes. I can't get my phone back until I'm 18. I'm 16 now, and I know what I did was bad. What can I do? I wanted to read you those two because the truth is, is this is a unique generation. Once you make a mistake in this generation, it isn't like on the bathroom wall where only two or three people see it, and you can go in and paint over it or erase it or whatever. It isn't just that you handed someone a photograph and they maybe misused it. Once it goes on the World Wide Web, it goes out in a, in a spiral so great you can't even perceive it, and it will change everything in your life. It is a one-way decision to send that photo, no matter how you look at it, because it can easily get in the hands of people who will destroy your lives. I've known families that have had to move because pedophiles are harassing them so badly, and they block them, and then somebody else pops up with that photo wanting to help them get it back, and they'll they'll go out. 58% of kids who send naked photos that are being blackmailed will not tell their parents and will go out and meet a pedophile to get that photo back, and that is when they get raped or they get blackmailed more. And it gets worse and worse. So for our kids, one bad decision can change their lives. This is the very reason why Million Kids has chosen to make this documentary. I'm very, very grateful to the Giving University. They are financing the film part of it. It'll be out next spring, and it's being done by Stephen Peake. And we are financing the uh, documentary in it. So I'm grateful to each and every one of you that have come alongside us with this. If you're willing to help us financially in this work, especially with COVID, this has been the hardest time of our life. I have not made a live presentation since March 12th. 
And, uh, you know, we live strictly at the mercy and at the generosity of people willing to pay for this work and help us get out there and educate kids and educate parents, which is as important as educating kids. And so I'm very, very grateful to each and every one of you that come alongside. This idea of sending a naked photo is a one-way street. Once it's out there, it will affect your self-image forever. It'll, it will change who you are. It will change who you, how you see sexual relationships. You, it will affect your trust and your ability to trust others. Yet just like this young man, I sent this, and now how can I convince my parents that I've learned? Well, I'm real proud of that young man who wrote that. I don't know who it is. I just uh, something I researched. But I'm proud of him for recognizing after the fact that he had made a mistake, and it's a mistake that he can fix now. Will he always have to wonder where those photos went? Yeah. Will they pop up one day when he's trying to get into college? Maybe, you know. Or he's married the love of his life and maybe has a baby and then one day here it all comes again. Yeah, that could happen. But this young man is smart. He's like, I, I let myself down and I've let my parents down. How do I change that? You change it with a conversation. Parents, don't just sit around wagging your finger. Sit down with them and say, you are the most unique generation that's ever lived. When you make a mistake, it will be on the world wide web, which is not private. And so that will be a price. But you can change that by teaching other people, your younger brothers and sisters, I made a mistake, don't make the same mistake again. What I find with kids is they don't want to be violated and they want to be leaders. And if you sit down and have a, a not a wagging the finger kind of conversation, although I'm not against structure, believe me, but sit down with them and explain to them the world that they're born into. And research it together. Follow me and kids on Facebook so you can see the stories, okay? And share some of those stories with your kids and say, I'm really glad that you're more mature than that. I'm really glad that you think highly of yourself and don't need to do that. You see, once that goes out there, you start getting a shame-based mindset. And if you're functioning from a shame-based mindset, you are much more likely to be violated, to end up in premature sex before you have the kind of sexual relationship that is healthy and between committed adults with respect and responsibility. What you will have is someone who's changed their self-image and they won't feel good about themselves. That is not necessary. Mom and dad, sit down with your kids, Put your arms around them, tell them they are proud of them, and show them the high road and tell them they will never regret taking the high road. All it takes is one bad decision and they will regret it for the rest of their life. This is Opal Singleton. The organization is Me and Kids. If you want to go to meandkids.org and donate, we would certainly appreciate it. Put your arms around your family this week. Hug your spouse. Tell them you're proud of them. Look at your kids. Tell them you believe in them, that you support them, that you're there for them, and that you all are family. 
and you are proud of it. Have a great week, folks, and I'll see you next Thursday morning, 7 a.m. right here on Voice America Variety Channel. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.